Hey everybody, welcome to Anime Stroganoff. I'm Lyle. And I am Eli. And we got a miscellaneous for you this week. Yay. Everybody Whoa. loves miscellaneous, right? I know we do. It's great. Well, uh, I actually don't remember if I mentioned this at the start of the year or not. I know I, I mentioned it to you, but I don't think I mentioned it on the show. But I had the goal of watching a hundred new films before the end of the year, which, right. is, which is not which is it's not a lot. No. no, 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 no. But when you factor in all the anime, I I have to watch, have to <laughs> quote <laughs> and then games half. and stuff, and the fact that I was still finishing up my degree at the start of the year, my my time actually was a bit pressed. So I feel like it was a humble, but still would require some effort on my part goal to reach. Well, I reached it earlier earlier in the week. I, I, reached, I reached 100 films. Very nice. What was your 100th film? Ah, uh, crap. Hold on. I, I have it on the list. Because um, <laughs> I write them down into an Excel spreadsheet. It was the map of tiny perfect things. Uh, charming, quite charming little uh, teen coming of age movie. You know, pretty bog standard. Uh, the 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 only like interesting central conceit to it is the fact that uh, the main character is stuck in a time loop. Uh, yeah, main character is stuck in a time loop, and then he meets a girl who's also stuck in the time loop. So they start like time looping together <laughs> they basically pull a ground dog day together but uh nice nice and decently charming um i think probably the the one of the funniest things about it was at the very end and i guess these are spoilers because it really came out this year i believe uh at the end the main character realizes that he's not the main character in a coming of age story he's the side character in someone else's <laughs> And then it shows uh, a bunch of stuff from the his love interest's point of view, and it's how it's all her like epic story of trying to come to terms with the death of her mother. So that was a that was a fun movie. Sounds like fun. I immediately followed it up with an absolute absolute rank dog shit one. Um, after I think it was called twenty one forty nine aftermath or aftermath twenty one forty nine. It's got like four names because they keep like trying to like sneakily re-release it under the radar because they they seem inordinately proud of this movie. It's like the student thesis film, but like painfully tortured out into an hour and fifteen minutes. And um, I started watching it. I'm like, oh my god, I can already tell this is gonna be dog shit. We're five minutes in. I'm going to guess the twist at the end and see if I was right. I was 100% on the money right. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Uh, the, the plot, plot. The setting is like in the future after they launch, instead of nukes, it's like chemical weapons. They like chemical weapon the entire earth 
So the Earth's atmosphere is now toxic. So people have to hide into these sanctuary hub cube things, which is just a big concrete cylinder that they sit in uh, alone with a computer on the computer all day. And then they like log into these work drones for the authority, the world authority, the evil corporate world authority that controls them. And uh, my my immediately thought about five minutes, and I called. It, I was like, "All right, if the twist ending is that the world authority doesn't actually exist anymore, and it's just like basically autonomous robot systems acting on like autopilot that have been controlling this like evil like drones hunting people down and stuff," and it turned out it was exactly that. Uh. Like, he, he escapes. Well, he doesn't escape. His paw gets struck by lightning, which destroys the computer, and he exits out into the wasteland, only to find out that, oh no, you can breathe the air without immediately dying. He proceeds to find the world's, like, cleanest post-apocalyptic world. Like, these people, like, they live in a shack in the woods hiding from the authority. They seem to have zero issues finding any sort of, like, food, clothing, anything they could need. It's just, it's just awful. Sounds terrible. <laughs> it was. I had to pause it to check the time three times. It's like, oh god, how much more is left? Oh, what do you mean I'm not even halfway through? Oh god. <laughs> so that was, uh, that was awful. Sounds like fun. That came out in 2014. I honestly thought it came out, like, last year. No, it was made in 2014. It's... <sighs> I think the worst part about it is it tries to have, like, a message. But the message comes across in one of the most confused ones ever. It's like, you would get about the same, like, message from it. Like, if someone just, like, sat next to you and whispered in your ear, Capitalism? Phones. Vaping. <laughs> what? I'm not joking. The The main character dude's mom vapes in a not very subtle dig at what I'm assuming is vaping. Either that or it's completely unintentional. I'm giving this person even more credit than they deserve. <laughs> <laughs> so it was one of those vague, like, capitalism bad maybe movies but it didn't really commit it's like it's like every like 1960s 1970s sci-fi b movie except made today and with somehow less production value <laughs> that doesn't seem physically possible <laughs> it was awful it was just awful all right let's stop talking about it then because yes <laughs> that sounds awful <sighs> Let's talk about the the one thing, the other movie you've been watching. The well, the series you've been watching. You're gonna rewatch the first movie soon. Oh yes, Blood. Um, yes, obviously we're we've got an episode coming out up on this, so very soon. Um, yeah, I'm gonna try and hide as much as I can because I I that, that episode I feel like it's gonna be pretty long. I've I've almost honestly considered splitting into two, but um, we'll we'll see how it goes. 
Uh, I'm pretty sure we can. I'm pretty sure we can handle it in one episode, unless it somehow goes beyond like three hours. Oh no, 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 not 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 three hours. But I mean, I feel like I'll building like maybe an hour and a half, two hour block might be a bit too much. I don't know. We we haven't had a good two hour episode in forever. That's true. Um, yeah. So I just finished just yes two days ago. As of this recording, I finished the Blood Plus series. Uh, and that means I have, aside from the manga adaptation of Blood Plus, which actually goes in a complete different direction, and there is a P- PlayStation or PlayStation 2, I can't remember, uh, like, interactive choose-your-own-adventure novel adap- uh, thing that ties into Blood the Last Vampire. Aside from those two things, I have, like, completely gotten into blood the franchise over the past like month it has been a very quick descent into uh into madness but um yeah no this this franchise has been consuming me the past month i know you you haven't stopped messaging me about plot turns <laughs> i know because well part of it is there was that one plot turn that uh, we'll mention later that apparently uh, that was my dumbass not picking up on it and having to basically be remind like the remind like, hey, this happened was the first time I actually realized it happened. Good thing they reminded you. <laughs> Good thing they reminded me. Or maybe not. Uh, or maybe not. <laughs> but yeah, any 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 fans of blood still out there? <laughs> Probably not, but <laughs> Yeah, it's Blood Blood Plus is also part of the the Holy Trinity from Fall 2005 of like three like big huge shows that all started airing in fall 2005 uh, it's what, what, what are the others blood plus <laughs> mushishi i think i got very close to pronouncing that properly and uh shokugan no shana ah yes very nice very nice very nice so what have what have you been doing this past week well, besides uh, watching Orphan and getting all that stuff ready. Uh, well. I mean, aside from, like, school and whatnot. Yeah. I've been, uh... I've been continuing my Star Wars chronological viewing adventure. Oh, right! I almost forgot about that. Yes. I, I've been watching as much Star Wars stuff as I can. Like, all the canon Star Wars stuff, starting from The Phantom Menace onward and i just like as of this recording i just started watching rewatching really the mandalorian okay so i'm i'm very excited for that um <clears throat> if i had to make any observations thus far it's uh, it would one would be that uh i watched the i watched squadrons out of order um so I I didn't actually go and play Squadrons for that for that leg of it. I decided to just watch, watch like, a the let's game. play. 
Yeah, yeah, like the one of those game movies. Yeah, yeah, I do it all on the time. YouTube. Yeah, because I figured, oh, that'll just be better than, uh, have than like going and playing it because I don't really feel like opening and playing it real quick right now. Yeah, that, take and time. I mean, I'm not gonna pay a hundred bucks for Call of Duty Vanguard. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, <clears throat> although I did play through Fallen Order. But that's yes. because I love Fallen Order. I love everything Respawn does. Um, but yeah. So as I found out after while I was watching the Battlefront 2 campaign, so the Squadrons actually goes kind of in the middle of the Battlefront 2 campaign. So like it takes yes. place after Battle of Naboo, and then it, before... it takes place during that like uh, I think the the time skip months. more or less. Yeah, yeah. There's a six month time skip. In the Battlefront 2 campaign, and so Squadrons roughly takes place in that. But also, kind of, Squadrons isn't that important in the grand scheme of things. I mean, technically, no. How do, how do you do, like, the Battlefront 2 uh, DLC that takes place during um, Episode 7? Okay, so that's actually going to be a lot of fun, because also, uh, Star Wars Resistance takes place during Episode 7. Uh, it's part of it, at least. So, basically... What's going to happen is my plan is to watch all of Star Wars Resistance, then watch Episode 7, then watch the, uh, whatchamacallit, the, like, Resurrection Campaign from Battlefront 2, and then Last Jedi. Okay. <sighs> You're not worried about spoiling yourself? Well, I mean... They, they contain pretty heavy spoilers for Episode 7. No, I know. <laughs> no, I am aware. <laughs> <laughs> like you haven't already seen it. No, I've fucking seen it like a dozen well not a dozen times, but I've seen it several times. Um and part of this whole journey is to calibrate how to watch these things simultaneously. Like, can you watch them simultaneously? Obviously not, but I can certainly try. <laughs> um one thing that was a lot of fun was like two weeks ago, prior to this recording, uh was when I watched I had I was at the end of Clone Wars, and so we got to the last arc of Clone Wars, which takes place simultaneously with uh, Revenge of the Sith. And I actually found someone who went through and like picked out timestamps in uh, Revenge of the Sith, so, like start watching Clone Wars here, then stop, then like go to the end of the episode, stop now, stop, start watching Revenge of the Sith stop at this timestamp, go back and watch the next episode. Well, that's cool. Then continue until the timestamp, so on and so forth. And it was very it was very compelling, not gonna lie. That is pretty cool. Yes. It's been... If I was to do... if When I do this again, because there's a whole bunch of more Star Wars shows coming out soon, so in about two years, probably, I'll do this again. Except with even more... Shows and such. Oh God! I, I probably go through like Clone Wars and Rebels and trim like some of the episodes that aren't that important. Or you could just cut out sleeping. <laughs> I, I mean, I already did that. Oh, but I just have more stuff to watch. Ah. Uh. But it's it's been really nice that uh, 
I haven't had anything else going on on like the weekends, so I've had time to just sit down and put on the the, the TV shows to watch, get through those, and then move on. Interesting thing. So like, the Clone Wars in universe conflict takes place over like three years. Yeah, which is roughly covered by a seven season TV show. <laughs> In between two movies. And then we have Rebels, which is a four-season TV show, which takes place before the original trilogy. Which is interesting. There's a three-year gap between episode four and episode five. There's no TV show there. No. So it goes by really quick. Like, I, I watched the whole original trilogy this week. And I was surprised how quickly it went by because i remembered clone wars i was like oh there's got to be some stuff between here no it's all it's everything between new hope and empire strikes back is in the comics and i wasn't including the comics in this maybe next time but not this time Ah. <laughs> uh. Well, yeah, that sounds pretty fun. I've I've been kind of slammed these past two weeks. Or, three weeks. It's been a crazy month. Yeah, <laughs> I feel that. The The only thing I was able to do, I've barely been able to keep up with the actual shows I'm watching this season. And then Blood Plus. That yes. was my big project this month. This whole month. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and last month. Yeah, yeah. It's just like chunking away at it. It's mid-November right now. Uh, yeah, Call of Duty Vanguard dropped a couple days ago. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, I heard the campaign's kind of crap. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not even the campaign. I've heard like absolutely zero good things of the multiplayer. Like it's just Ooh, more Call of Duty. You literally don't need to buy it if you already Ooh. have one of the others. It adds Ouch. nothing. Wow. That, that's embarrassing. And then This the, is another one of the World War II ones, right? Yes. It, in all honesty, you could probably splice like parts of the campaign between it and Call of Duty World War II, and you might not be able to tell the difference. Honestly, um, I forgot World War II, <laughs> Call of Duty World War II even came out. I thought Vanguard was just like a DLC or something. The campaign for Vanguard is so god off. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of words to dis, to to sum up my. I wasn't even disappointed because that would imply I had expectations for it. Um, it's like someone watched a movie marathon of World War II films and like was taking notes from all of them, and somehow Captain America: The First Avenger got mixed in. <laughs> Okay. Uh you you have like the kooky multinational team of super commandos who are all like super crazy good at their jobs. They're all like amazing war heroes. Uh But this is Call of Duty, so whatever. Who who are going in to find like Project Phoenix of the Nazis, but Project Phoenix is so secret. The Nazis are keeping a secret from the other Nazis. Wait a uh, minute. <laughs> it's <laughs> I want you to imagine Hydra 
but without bullshit magic super weapons. That's basically what they're fighting. Okay. Like, the dude basically, like, after Hitler kills himself, he basically launches a coup and takes over to create the Fourth Reich. They are not in any they do not go into detail as to how that works. I mean, I'll say this. The concept sounds like a lot of fun. If it was set in a comic book universe. But if you're, like, supposed to be saying, oh, this took place in... Actual World War Two. Yeah, actual World War Two, but like alternate actual World War Two. I'm gonna call BS. It is. First off, so one of the characters was some sort of like superhero in the Battle of Midway. Um, if you're going to pick a historical event to make your character like prove how awesome they are, please pick one that has not had like. 50,000 pages of academic like research papers written on it. Um, and please do read at least one page of those academic research papers. <laughs> that was the most unbelievable Battle of Midway I've ever seen in my life. Really? Yes. Uh, now I'm scared to ask what, what like, how so, do they exaggerate it? <laughs> So, so this guy, he, he, he took out two aircraft carriers all by himself at the Battle of Midway. There were only four Japanese aircraft carriers at the Battle of Midway. One man, aircraft carriers? Japan, one man simultaneously took out 50% of their carriers. Also, uh, the actual period in which three of those carriers were taken out lasted four minutes. And this is like a 20-minute long mission. I, I could go on and on. You do people. I, I don't think people who are listening to this care in the slightest for little tiny, minute details or really large, minute details that they got wrong with things like dive bombers and stuff. But oh, please tell me what they got wrong with dive bombers because I know you you like your bombers in War Thunder and such. Dive bombers they didn't carry multiple thousand pound bombs. <laughs> they carried one. <laughs> That's all they had to wait for. This guy's apparently carrying two. Only dropped one of them on the first carry in the first place. You drop all of them. Because you don't can't guarantee that it's going to hit. And also, you don't have time to drive back up to altitude to make a second dive bombing attempt on another carrier. Like, you drop your bombs and then you run like hell because you went from, like, several thousand meters in the air to several hundred meters in the air. That is a pretty big difference in height. Yes. And if I know anything about changes in height, that produced a change in velocity. Also, dive bombers were pretty good at not getting shot down during their dives because, well, the unless you had proximity fuses, which, fun fact, only the Americans and the British had proximity fuses, uh, you had to manually set the timer on each fuse. And when something's currently falling out of the sky at you, it's very hard to get that right. It's, no, really? <laughs> it's just... The dialogue in, that, in, the, in the things also kind of cringe at points. Uh, I'm, I'm sure this is entirely a fault of the, like actual like directing for like the voice actors but having a character 
suddenly react with surprise, like, wait a minute, you're black? To someone they've been literally looking in the eyes for a full minute. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Please tell me that's not, like, an actual That's line. not the literal line of dialogue. But, the, like, you know, we're the, we're the 93rd. Uh, I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to remember ex- as clearly as possible. We're with the 93rd Infantry Division. We saved you. Like, oh, hey, you're from the 93rd Infantry Division. I never heard of those guys before. Yeah, sometimes they let Negroes fight, too. Oh, you're a colored regiment. What? <laughs> <laughs> I literally had to rewind and, and watch it again, because I'm like, there's no way he just said that. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) Okay, let's move on. Yeah, so Call of Duty World War II. Absolute absolute garbage. You mean Vanguard. (laughs) So yeah, Call of Duty Vanguard. They're so similar. I I thought that the Call of Duty World War II's campaign was uninspired. Um, you know what? I'll take uninspired over whatever the hell Vanguard is any day. Was was World War Two the one that uh, had the guy from Texas, but he was clearly not from Texas? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's mostly just painful if you're actually from Texas. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Proud Texan is the law. Y'all done. <laughs> y'all done. Just yeed your last haul. But yeah, that um, that happened. <sighs> Sounds like fun. <laughs> but I mean, uh, there's other good video games out. Yeah. Genshin Impact. Uh, yes. Utah's having her rerun banner. Right. I got another one. Very nice. Since the last time. Since the last time, yeah. Well, since uh, the last time you told me, or since the last no, time no, just... no, 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 since the last okay. time, since the last time we were on this show. Oh, okay. about Genshin I, thought, Impact. I thought you got another hotel. I no, you no, no, no. I, 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 I do very much want another hotel. I'm gonna probably, I'm gonna go because I'm kind of in a little bit of a break for Genshin right now. Same. Um, Same. I think it's important to take breaks from games now and again, especially gotcha games. <laughs> especially games designed to suck as much money from you as possible. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so yeah, I know I I got another Hutao. Hutao only ever comes when she she only ever brings other five stars with her for me. Really? First time around, uh, she brought Keeching with her. Remember? Nice, nice. <laughs> and then this time she brought Diluc with her for some reason. What are you up to with Diluc? What is what what level of constellation do you have him at? I think is it C four C five. <laughs> God. I I don't use just them. imagine tell like saying to like imagine a year ago talking to someone who playing Genshin is like yeah I got a Diluc at C four or C five whatever I don't use them <laughs> yes <laughs> they would lose their minds I mean I have a C six Janglang and a C six uh, Sucrose and I think those are my only like actual like oh and C six Noel. Of course. They're all four stars, but I mean, they're all... They're solid. I use Noel. I, I don't use Sucrose. Uh, no problem with Sucrose, I just don't really... I never really had need for a Animo Catalyst user on my team. 
That's fair. And then Jang Lang. Um, I used her a little bit uh, when I when I first started playing the game, and you got a free one. I started using her a little bit because I had like no one else on my team, and she was fun. Um, th- then I, I I don't like having multiple elements of the same old type on my team, so I I I had Amber as like my only archer, so I, I had to keep her on his range, so I dropped Jang Lang. But Makes uh, sense. and then Noelle, she's still on my team. I occasionally will swap her out for um, Sayu because Sayu's great. Sayu is great. <laughs> I don't know if she's like great meta wise. She's just she's just fun. She is fun. She's got a rolly thing, and she like has a big sword and a dharma <laughs> that heals you. It's great. I love she, it. She's great. Um, and she's adorable. Yeah. But I know that Genshin's getting ready for 2.3. Oh, boy. And I have not watched the trailer. I, I've seen people's reactions to the trailer. So something with, like, Albedo being evil or something. I don't know. Uh, that, is my, that is my assumption. I, I don't really know what's going on, to be honest. I I'm still haven't cool. completed his quest. That's because you skipped the entire Dragon Spine update. No, I didn't. <laughs> it came out a little like a little bit more force than I meant to. No, I didn't. Uh I I I I that's when I started my break though. My first break. Yeah. Yeah, cuz I remember you didn't go and do the the event quest that was happening at the time. I did part of the it. The cool special sword. I got the sword at least. But you didn't upgrade it all the way. No. Of course not. Cuz I'd have to explore <laughs> all over Dragon Spine. That was a pain in the ass, I will admit. No, I think like it like bugged out on me. And I couldn't, like, complete the oh, In the Mountains okay. quest. Gotcha. So I just sort of like, eh, screw it, I'll come back to Dragonspine on some other day. And then I'm like, you know what, let's not go to Dragonspine some other day. Let's never go back to Dragonspine. Screw Dragonspine. The only time I went back to Dragonspine was during the Moon Chase event, because it sent you to Dragonspine. And I actually liked that event, because it sent you exploring places you I didn't have, like, explored. So it gave me a lot of exploring percentage. And That's I found good. a lot of, like, chests I hadn't opened. And that it gave really me, good. like, I found, like, 20 of those stupid red things in Dragonspine you have to give to the tree. Oh, yeah. Those things. Good times. <laughs> uh, I think the only reason that I go to Dragonspine anymore is there's a little camp where there's two of the Samachurl mages, guys. And so they're just really useful for farming scrolls. That's mm. early. I go there, I teleport, I fly over, I drop on them, I kill them, I take their scrolls, I leave. You don't stay on Dragon Spine longer than you need to. No. Because it will literally kill you. <laughs> I just. I, just I, I wish they'd come up with like a coat you could put on your character or something. Like a fuzzy coat. <laughs> so that you don't have to worry about uh yeah bitter cold or well, there is just... the like food that you can make there's eat. like the bottle thing oh yeah that too but you have to upgrade the tree to get the bottle right so so if you, if you have to explore dragon spine to be able to get the bottle to explore dragon spine but Genshin's still fun it's just you know i you, you gotta take breaks from things at times yeah uh also just take a break from the community because yeah 
<sighs> the anniversary was a uh, event. <laughs> That's one way to put it. <laughs> Which, to sum it up, basically they they made they made it like a really big deal. Like, oh, the anniversary is coming up. Big stuff in the works. And they're like, here's. 50 Prima Gems. <laughs> they, they gave 10 free pulls on... Wasn't 10 that free after? No, 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 it was 10 free intertwined fate. That was always part of the thing. Okay. It's just you had to log in every day for seven days over a two-week period to get it. Or you had to log in uh, seven okay. times over a two-week period to get it. All right, all right. And then there was also, like, the huge concert they did. But that they was an... It, that was Yeah, there was a... Yeah, it's on YouTube. Oh right, that there concert. A, there was a huge concert, that. but that was I... that was a real life reward. That wasn't in, that wasn't that wasn't a two dimensional award, so no one cared. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> you, you you can't stare at a waifu picture of a concert. Uh, I mean, yeah, I do get that. Like, it probably would have been really cool if they gave a ton of free shit. But I mean, I was vaguely okay with getting 10 free pulls and then they gave out enough prima gems for another 10 free pulls plus a harp and a um glider wings which are actually pretty Ooh. nice i put them on uh my traveler yeah i mean they're like the, <laughs> the blurb it's like makes them plus they're a gift from uh venti so you know oh okay coffee boy solidarity good stuff good stuff uh I just remember, I, I dipped out of Dan Genshin around the time of <laughs> around the, the anniversary. Time started, around the time people started review bombing completely unrelated things on the Google App Store. Oh yeah, that happened. I forgot about that. <laughs> Some people were just trolling at that point, but... But there was a lot of people who were very serious, like, Genshin's being a butt, so we're gonna review bomb this other game by another developer. I think most of them had gotcha mechanics, but that was it. Yeah, me. Uh, part of it was also MiHoYo, just like pure radio silence the entire time, just static. Right, I forgot about that. That that most certainly did not help the situation. I was like, "Is that it?" And instead of MiHoYo being like, "Well, yeah," they're like complete, just dead stare at the players, like. Looking down at the reward, looking up at the players, looking down at the reward, looking up at the players, and just kind of shrugging. <laughs> and then there was the and then the the riots, o online riots, obviously. Yeah, much more manageable. Uh, but al also in what we call it, the uh, Ginch community in general, just. <sighs> Just stay out. There's some of there. toxic as hell people in the community. There's oh, also yeah. some toxic as hell people just like feeding on the toxicity of the community, just like shit on Genshin for no reason. Seriously? Yes. <laughs> there are people who shit on Genshin just and, and they're like, yes, yes, kill yourselves, tear each other to pieces. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, it's just. But I whatever, I mean, I... the game's still fun. <laughs> yeah, it is still pretty fun. Uh, I, I, I just remember I got out. I stopped, like I dipped my toe back into like the Genshin subreddit after months of not going there, and, and this was around like when 
Yoimiya and Raiden Shogun were coming out. Oh, yeah. And Best Girl every- and the other one. <laughs> Don't you mean double Best Girl? I will, I will thank Yoimiya for giving me guaranteed pity for Hu Tao. <laughs> Very nice. But yeah, I just remember uh, around that time, and everybody, a lot of people were like posting like, oh, these characters are so underpowered. Like, they're not stronger than the characters I already have, so there's no reason for me to switch out. They're just a different gameplay style. And it's not the gameplay style I like where numbers go up bigger. <laughs> that's a that's a pretty accurate rendition of them, I would say. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, I still unironically main the Traveler. Fair. Fair. I care about the, I care about the characters because, I, especially if you start playing for a very long time, you're gonna have just a bunch just lying around unless you have like the shittiest luck on the gotcha and just get the same person every time. Um, so really, especially since also you have the ability to like lower your world level now, so you don't have to fight like top tier enemies all the time. And I also made the decision to just like not increase my world level because you can do that. And I don't know why more people don't. I mean, if you've already done it, you're screwed, but... Yeah, if you... Yeah, you are kind of screwed. Because, uh... At, there's, there's a point at which you no longer get the quest to increase your world level, and it just kind of happens. Oh. And... Yeah, that happened to me, actually. Like, I hit a... F- increase world level... Level. And, uh, I was like, okay, ready to go do that. And it's like, Oh hey, we increased your world level for you. Are you are you kidding me? I I didn't want to do that. Yeah, I mean part of it was well, most of it was me just like, you know, I don't need to get top tier loot rewards. I'm perfectly satisfied with the ones I'm getting now. And I mean this way I don't have to like like worry about optimizing my characters, make sure my builds are perfect. I just play the game to enjoy it. And I do. Personally, I think from a game game design perspective, anything that makes your players want to not advance is bad game design. I guess. Like, I it's just I feel like telling your players, "Oh, you'll get more rewards, but the enemies will get tougher," and then just gradually, as they get up like one more world level each time, they're like. Hey, these enemies are getting harder, and I'm not getting all that mo- extra uh, rewards. Like, oh well, I don't know what to tell you. Get good, scrub. <laughs> and so you run the freaking dailies to get the adventurer XP, which then gradually increases your adventurer rank, and then eventually you increase your world level, and then you're like. Crap, I was so used to the last one, now I have to completely, I have to dedicate, like, a month to upgrading my team. (sighs) The only thing I'm grinding right now, because all my characters are, like, level 80s or 90s, uh, because you don't even need to advance beyond, like, level 50 to get, like, enough stuff to get up to, like, the high level. Because there's also nothing beyond level 90, so really they, 
They should probably focus on increasing the level cap first. But um or make it easier to get up to the level cap. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't mean like adventure level. I mean like character level. Yeah, no, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Because it's already uh like if you're not obsessively playing, it's pretty hard to get a full team up to level ninety and full artifacts and uh which one called it maxed out talents. Yeah, I guess you true. You get to pick but... one. You pick one, and it's usually I, I, artifacts. I I have t- I have two out of three, but I mean I do have also I played religiously for quite a while. But uh, the thing I'm doing right now is I'm not trying to like build new characters really i'm actually like trying to get a new artifact set because they released new artifact set within azuma that i didn't notice that i think it would actually be pretty fun to run it with hu tao just to have a different character build for her is it going to make her objectively stronger no but it'll probably make it more fun to play very true very true and really that's why we play games right to have have fun. fun Except Tarkov. <laughs> you don't play Tarkov to have fun. You play Tarkov because you weren't loved enough as a child. <laughs> but yeah, so, yeah, yeah, 2.3 coming out. Uh, there's a gardening event that I'm going to probably take place in. I think that actually drops tomorrow, but... Exciting. Um, there's, a, there's a gardening event. That's the thing I'm most excited for. And I actually skipped the event with Chill Day and Jang Yang. Jingyang, Jinyang. Jinyan. The Rockstar Hillbilly. Yes. Um. I've been playing a lot of Fallout 4 recently, really. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. How's I, that uh, been going for you? It's been going well. Um after downloading like 60, 70 mods, um, got to the point where I'm like, hey, there's still some Fallout 4 in my mod list. <laughs> <laughs> Amusing. But uh, it's a good time. I mean, I, I, th- I think I sank, like, I don't know how many hours, but a lot into it again for a finally, after years. I uninstalled it a while ago. I just would not play it. But now I'm like, all right, let's, like, let's just see how, how well you can mod it to be what you would like to play. And it's working out for me. Nice, nice. One of these days, we could probably do an episode on just maybe not like specifically each Fallout game, but just the Fallout franchise in general as one of my favorite gaming franchises. That could be interesting. I mean, before we started this podcast, you would regularly like tell me about the Fallout lore, <laughs> just the lore, and it would take you hours. I would be fascinated to see if you could actually condense Fallout lore into like an hour of <laughs> or less. <laughs> or less. Alright. I think that's about it. So until next time, I have been Lyle. And I have been Eli. And this has been Anime Stroganoff.